Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue it's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. And now a Mexico moment with Nate. Happy Friday, fuckers, and welcome to the first episode of a Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I am Nate. Hi, I'm Alexis. And uh, if you don't listen to the BS podcast, uh, we moved to Mexico, what, a year and a half ago? Yep, 2021. Yep, so we sold everything we own and (laughs) we moved on down to good old Mexico. From Atlanta, Uh, Georgia. Yep, from Atlanta. (laughs) Um, And if you do listen to the podcast, you know the whole story. We'll probably go in depth to it um, in another episode. Um, but basically, yeah, we sold everything, moved down to Playa del Carmen, Mexico. And, uh, so we just thought, actually, we didn't even think we should do a podcast. A lot of other people told us that we should. Yeah, they really did. So we're just kind of doing a podcast about our, uh, our lives down here and we'll, you know, take some questions from you guys. 
and uh, we'll maybe talk about some stories, what we're doing, and uh, we will do a Mexico word of the day. So we will do um, different. So, you know, obviously they speak Spanish in Mexico, but they have a little bit different slang, you know, like in the South, you got some slang words. Of course. Um, So uh, so we'll try to educate you guys and ourselves because we are learning Spanish as well. See. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this weekend, obviously, today is St. Patrick's Day. It is. So happy pa- St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Glad you uh, wore your green. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I actually have uh, my shirt on from Pontoon uh, in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Woohoo. But uh, we are down in Tulum right now, actually. And we've given Tulum, Tulum a hard time. Um, our buddy <laughs> Tom has been here for over 10 years running a hotel and everything. And I've kind of, even though we've had a great time at his place and where we, he has taken us Tulum kind of gets that kind of douchey vibe, right? Yeah. It's like the Instagram influencer. They call him the Tuluminati now. So it's that whole kind of yeah. scheme out there. And I it's guess. definitely <laughs> a thing. It's, I mean, it's people that, I mean, especially during the pandemic, everything else was kind of closed. So a lot of digital nomads and, Instagram influencers and, you know, those types of people were, were traveling here and staying here and posting videos about how great it was and stuff. So then an influx of people just started moving down and it's got this kind of EDM. It has a lot of EDM music festivals, yeah, has, this, festivals. has this boheme vibe, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we've haven't always been super like on board about that because I feel like the city is kind of. Yeah, it's growing too much. Oh, there's our neighbors, apparently Uh, growing a little bit too much uh, or too quickly, I guess. Yeah. And our buddy Tom is going out of town for the weekend. So he'd asked if we could come down and watch his dog and stay at his place. So we're like, all right, you know, let's give Tulum a chance. Uh, We're going to be here for the next five days watching his dog. And we brought a little tiger along with. And uh, so we're just going to be uh, kind of checking things out. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way, Tom. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, that is why he, he's going to Mexico City, not only for his birthday, but his girlfriend is from, is she from Guatemala? I think so. I think she's from Guatemala, but there's an embassy there and she has to renew her passport. So they're going there. Um, but so today is St. Patrick's Day. Um, and some people will ask, what is St. Patrick's Day like in Mexico? And I would say they don't really celebrate it except for either Americans or, or foreigners in general. Um, but they do do things here. Yeah. They're pretty much catering to us. The yeah. Americans, the Canadians, whoever you yeah. know, wants so the, to celebrate it. So there's the, <laughs> the Jameson and the green beer and Guinness, uh, Guinness which is what I'll be chugging today. And um, we, I think last year we did the pub crawl, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Pub crawl. Very different. <laughs> so there's this Facebook group in Playa called um, One of Many. Uh, yeah, actually, I can't remember what it's called. They might have changed their name, but they they organized this pub crawl. And we used to do a ton of pub crawls back in Orlando. Right? Oh, yeah. We're pros at it. We get it. We it, love them. And they don't really do that here, which there's so many bars that are walkable. You think that would be a good thing to do. Very easy. Or would it be a bad idea? Because there's so many bars. True. Good point. <laughs> but so we did one last year and it was it was like us and a bunch of like kind of old older ladies older yes older females (laughs) yeah it was two of our friends older females we found uh, a great group of friends in these people they were awesome we had a lot of fun um but the night ended 
a little awkward. A little rough. Yeah. <laughs> there was a misunderstanding, I guess, at a restaurant, and uh, they thought that we would be paying more, but half of the people that were supposed to come didn't show up, so we couldn't split everything evenly, or what we were told we would be paying wasn't enough, so it was like us, the newcomers, and a couple extra people left at the end. Right. It was a recipe for disaster in the beginning, because why would you take a bunch of drunk people that just went to you know four or five bars to dinner after that. That's not going to end well. <laughs> it ended with the chef and his wife screaming at our group. Um, kicking us out. Yeah. yeah uh, kicked us out, basically. Said he'd never do business with them again. And this is our first time, so we're like, what yeah. the fuck? Great food. Yeah, Wonderful. It was really good food. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, they do some celebrations here, but it's not, uh, it's more for everyone else. I don't, I don't think Mexico is really known for doing St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, not really. Um, but then the other thing that we're going to be doing this weekend is, um, okay, so Chichen Itza. Chicken pizza. Chicken pizza. So <laughs> that's a little uh, joke, I guess, the Mexicans have because a lot of uh, Amer- foreigners, I guess, have a hard time saying Chichen Itza. Well, that was a joke in school, too. You remember in oh, Spanish really? class? Yeah, it was like an easy way to remember the name. Oh, that's no. where I got it from. Never heard that. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. a little catchy way. So if you, you've probably seen it, it's the famous pyramid from Mexico. It's uh, one of the seven wonders of the new world. Uh, and we've actually, though we've been, I've been coming here since 1998. Um, we've been coming here since 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we've never gone. Never. And I think it's because it is the most kind of well-known one. And it's always busy. Seems very busy. Touristy. Yeah, touristy, crowded, which I'm sure it's still phenomenal. But we've been kind of saving it because on the the equinox, uh, so twice a year, I believe it's March 21st. Is it 20th or 21st? Oh, I forget. I think 21st. Yeah, it's on Monday, whenever that is. Yeah. Um, 20th. Okay. Yeah, is that the equinox? No, 21st. I don't know. One of, one of, yeah, yeah, we'll look it up. Okay. But uh, <laughs> and then in September, uh, they do uh, the, the same thing happens. And the Mayans had made the pyramid so it would on the two equinoxes, the sun would form a shadow of this uh, serpent that comes down the stairs and it lines up with this stone head of a, a snake at the very bottom of the steps yeah it's it's gonna be amazing i'm really so, excited yeah so we said if we're gonna do it we're, we want to do it on like a cool date like that okay i looked it is the 20th so i'm cool. assuming that it's september 20th also yeah um so that is this monday so we're like all right let's fucking do it gotta do it so i think we're gonna go although i have read that you know, the, the the sun doesn't move a ton from day to day. Like, I mean, just one day to the next day. I have read that you should go like the day before, the day after, because it's less crowded. Do you think it's, is it less special? I feel like it would be. I feel like there's a specific time and day, but I don't know. That was kind of like the butterflies. You you kind of picked a, a few days and, and, you know, based it on the weather, what was going on. So I don't know. I'd be afraid to go the day before or the afternoon before and then see nothing, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, the butterflies had like kind of a range, but this is like a day. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't know. So we'll, we'll think about it. Monday is the day, but also since we are residents, we have our four-year residency, a uh, temporary residency, we can get into all of like the the ruins and the kind of the history museums and stuff for free on Sundays. Yeah. So maybe we go Sunday. Yeah, maybe we go both days. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, but we'll, we'll figure that out. But there, there's also, there's a ton of other great ruins. If you guys ever are, are in the area and you're looking for some good, good ruins to go to, Koba is a very, um, it's a pyramid. It's a really good one. You used to be able to climb it. I don't believe you can anymore. We just heard you can't. Yeah, we climbed it a few years ago. And then there's another one near Chichen Itza called Ekbalam. Ooh, I like Ekbalam. And that one you can climb. I smoked a joint on the, the top <laughs> of it last year. We've climbed it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Tiger, did, did Tiger? No, Tiger. Tiger didn't climb that. No, one. no. It was a different one near Belize, but plenty yeah. around. So if you if you have any questions about visiting some Mayan history, uh, feel feel free to shoot us a message. And uh, speaking of questions, we do have some listener questions. Oh, great! Um, yeah, I asked you guys on Facebook for some questions that you guys maybe want to ask from uh, some Americans living in Mexico, <laughs> and we're not going to go through all of them. We'll we'll answer them week to week. So we'll just grab a couple here yeah. and um, and answer coming. them. So the this first one is do you eat, do you all eat Mexican food all the time or what else do you eat and that's from <laughs> Kirk C. Good question, Kirk. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we eat Mexican food a lot, a lot, and but we love it. Yeah, but you know? we love Mexican food and tacos specifically. We eat tacos all the tacos. Yeah, and they're great because it's like um, it's like pizza. There, there's different. It's not just like a taco is a taco. There, different restaurants make them different. Yep. You can get different topping or different meats and different things on it. So yeah, every uh, every state in Mexico has their own kind of like cooking flair, what they're known for. So you can try tacos from all over the place, or we usually make our own. I don't know, lots yeah. of different options. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but we. So the way we've done things, and we live in a studio apartment, so we don't have like a giant kitchen or anything. We basically have like a stovetop and a microwave. Um, and coming from living in a, a rental house or an apartment where we used to live, I had like a full kitchen. I love to cook. Uh, so that was a struggle for me. But the best thing we bought was an air fryer. Oh, love the air fryer. <laughs> yeah. and, and we had one in the U.S., but it actually is like a necessity here yeah it's like our main source of cooking things <laughs> right right like we try to cook during the week and then during the weekend we kind of just get whatever we're going out with friends yeah. we're going to the beach the bar whatever we'll just grab food at a certain place and the hard thing about not eating out is it is almost cheaper or the same price to eat out as it is to go to the grocery store it's so cheap we we rack up some some money at the grocery store sometimes because yeah. you just you know everything's in pesos so you kind of don't think about it. <laughs> right. But it's not it's not like the grocery store is expensive. No, no. It's just a little bit easier to not cook sometimes. But if we do cook, uh, a lot of times we'll just grab some chicken breast, throw them in the air fryer, get some veggies, air fry them as well. Or we'll, uh, you know, shred them up, put them in tacos. Another thing we'll actually do is at the grocery store, you can get a full rotisserie chicken for like three or four bucks. So we'll grab that. Uh, grab some tortillas that you can get for 50 cents at the grocery store um, and uh, just take the chicken home, carve it up, grab uh, uh, some chicken, throw it in there, put all our toppings on there. We got tacos. Oh, yeah. So we, we have a tacos. taco bar at least, yeah. you know, a couple of times a week. <laughs> yeah. Now, another thing we'll do at the grocery stores, they have uh, like a salad bar like they have at Publix or any other grocery store or major grocery store. Um, do the salad bar there. That's super cheap. They weigh it, but it's still... I mean, we can both get salads for like six bucks, yeah. like total. Um, but yeah, we do, we do eat out often and, and Mexican food. There's tons of food places here. If you ever come to Playa del Carmen, tons of restaurants on Fifth Everything Avenue. Everything you could ever want to eat is here. Yeah, so the, <laughs> tons of great uh, Italian food, 
Um, there's not the, the one thing is there's not a lot of Asian food, not a lot of China, good Chinese. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of sushi, lots uh, of sushi, poke bowls. Uh, everyone loves those, you know, smoothie acai bowls. Yeah, there's a lot of like <laughs> vegan restaurants or, or vegetarian places, things like that. Yeah, lots of stuff like yeah. that. So, so we do eat a lot of Mexican food, but um, we try to mix it up now and then. Yeah, for sure. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Winter is here, and we know what that means. Rodents are looking for a nice, comfy place to call their home. Nothing better than a nice, warm attic or crawl space possibly yours do you know that rodents can cause thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse squirrels are the number one issue with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires not to mention the diseases that they carry well not on inspect all pest services watch they do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home whether it's squirrels rats opossums or bats they got you covered fully licensed and insured Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs. Inspectallservices.com. Make sure you mention the BS and receive 10% off your exclusion work. Year-round exclusions, one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal, rodent letters, trap set and attics, and crawl spaces, free inspections. Inspectallpestservices.com. All right, full disclosure, yes, Rachel Guy, Rachel the Realtor Guy is my wife. On top of that, she's one of the best realtors in Atlanta. Uh, she's, well, not just Atlanta, in the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker, so if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. And back to you, Jason. What's your favorite kind of taco? Ooh, um, I really like those Briere tacos. I don't know how to say it. But, oh, yeah, yeah. And even though we haven't had them in a while, they're really good. And it's like this meat that's like sauteed or like marinated in some kind of au jus kind of juice. And you dip it in the juice also. And, oh, it's so good. It's just like it's messy, but they're great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super <laughs> good. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's usually what we, oh, actually you ate a cricket one time. I did. Oh, was it in the taco? <laughs> no, it wasn't in the taco. It's just like a thing, like a, like you take a shot anywhere, you can eat a cricket. They just have them in little jars and they give them to you for free and people love them. It's like a little snack, like a little protein snack. Yeah. I just crunched it once and drank my drink and swallowed it and oh, we'll never do it again. No, thanks. Blah. I'm good. <laughs> All right, next question. This is from Holly R. What do you all miss most about living in the U.S.? Ooh, that is a good question. I would say, well, I miss my Target. I miss having Target. I miss the Dollar Tree. We don't have those here. We have Walmart, you know, all their grocery stores here, but nothing like Target or Walmart. But I don't have the room anyway, so I'm kind of glad we don't have Target or the Dollar Tree. (laughs) Yeah, I would just say the kind of the convenience factors of certain things like Uber. I really miss Uber. We have right. we have taxis, but it's kind of like when we lived in Orlando, when Uber first came, 
the taxis were not welcoming to Uber clearly because no. they're kind of like a taxi union. So I remember them calling taxi or taxis were calling Ubers and like beating the shit out of them. So they wouldn't Yikes. come to the airport <laughs> and stuff. Uh, so it's kind of the same thing going on here. We've just our state of Quintana Roo just got uh, Uber approved um, to to come in, but the taxis are not happy about it. So they're kind of being dicks to the Uber drivers. So it's going to take a little bit. Yeah, I feel like they'll sort it out. Yeah, just good on both sides. Dude, Ubers, uh, like so we've been taking Uber in um, like Mexico City. Our like 45, 50 minute Uber ride was like seven dollars. Yeah, so cheap. Yeah, super cheap. So I do miss Uber because um, we don't have a vehicle down here. Yeah, no vehicle, no scooter, just our feet. Yeah, which makes you appreciate things a lot more. And we get a ton of exercise. Tons. Yeah, so just walking everywhere. I think the first week we were here, I haven't really tracked it since since then. But the first week we were here, we walked like forty miles. Yeah, because you gotta walk to get everything everywhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just the convenience of like that like uber or converting our money that's kind of a hassle whenever we pay rent we have to go and get pesos out of the the atm and that takes a minute to you know walk down to the bank come back mm-hmm. um and then we lose a little bit of money in the conversion but you know that's just because we have u.s income um so yeah just some convenience things but like i said it does make you appreciate a little bit more like when we go to the store you got to walk there yep. might take you a a, a five minute car ride might this might take you 45 minutes each way yep. um, but it means a little bit more i mean <laughs> I don't know, you know, the, the vegetables that you get at the grocery store they mean a lot more when you walk they for mean them a lot more yeah but it just makes you feel like you're actually doing something with your life and yeah. you're, you're and walking you're out you're outside you're meeting new people you're talking and um, it's so nice here the weather's always great you always see something new outside an animal someone that you met the other night or your neighbor puppies everywhere so it's not like it's a boring walk you know around the corner we're always seeing something fun right and uh, this next question is from josh b and he says what is the best off the beaten path area near cozumel i'll be cruising there in october Ooh, very nice so i'm guessing he means cruising is like a a term for cruise ship people like right? a ship i guess yeah so yeah. he's cru- so there's probably like a stop that he's doing in, once uh, he's cruising in his you know vehicle around the island yeah true <laughs> well um for best off the beaten path area near cosmel so i so there is this little island called uh paradise island and it's a small so if you don't know cosmel is an island off the coast of uh, the riviera maya it, the the ferry to it is directly from playa del carmen so when we go there we just walk there and take the ferry over and just do some island shit. But this, this littler island is uninhabited. And I've gone there with some of my friends. Lex, I don't think you went there actually that time. I wasn't there. I think I was back home. I think I was in Florida. The oh, time. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. So I went with some friends. And to get there, you first of all have to convince a taxi or uh, some kind of van to drive up to the north tip of the island. And it is a gravel road. It's very bumpy. Not a lot of cars like to drive on it because you can like blow out a tire, I guess. Um, and so once you get there, you come to this kind of clearing at the wa- like the edge of the water, and there's a little dock, and there's a bunch of fishermen boats, and the fishermen uh, will take you over to this little island if you pay them. I can't remember how much we paid, but we had all of our like grilling stuff and and beers and all t- all types of different foods and drinks. We're making margaritas and stuff. Um, so we went over there and it's like I said, completely uninhabited. We just uh, we're playing frisbee. We ate um, we ate some gummy like some weed gummies 
just hanging out in the water. Oh man, it was beautiful. So that is definitely a cool spot off the beaten path. I don't know if you're on a cruise, you're probably not going to have enough time to get there. So if you are staying, that's a good spot. Uh, Paradise Island. Um, is it Paradise Island? No. I thought it was Passion, Passion Island. Island. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Passion Island. Um, Isla de la Passion. <laughs> Passion. Like <laughs> um, another one is the ruins that we went to. Oh, yeah. Those okay. were creepy. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, oh, that gosh. experience of the ruins? We were we had rented a car, right? Yes. We rented a car. I don't even remember what year it was. It wasn't our honeymoon year. No, it might have been the second year we came. Yeah. We just, we, I don't even know how we found it either. We, Nate was, It's on the map. Okay. But we didn't oh, know yeah. how to get there. When you rent the car, they give you this kind of like funny map and it has different, um, you know, spots on the island highlighted on the map real big. Ruins here, honey tasting, tequila tasting, all the things like that. Natural park, whatever. They tell you where to go. So we see the ruins and we're like, oh. Check those off the list. Let's go see the Cozumel ruins. Yeah, because there's not a lot of Mayan ruins. I mean, there are they are there, but they're not maybe as impressive as Chichen Itza. Yeah, not as big. Yeah, but they're there. I mean, they've been there before. Like Jesus was born. I mean, they've been there forever. And it's uh, Cozumel is the island of fertility. So I think there was like some kind of fertility shrine there. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when on the way to go there, so we just find this little like passage out of like in the middle of the jungle. I think we missed it a couple of times. Yeah. We drove up and down. Cut in. And then we go in and we're driving down this gravel road for a little bit. And then there's these dudes standing on the side of the road and they have a rope that's crossing the road and they pull the rope up so you can't come across. And we just go up and we're like, okay, hey, hey. yeah. <laughs> <And, laughs> you want to see your ruins. And we just had to pay like 50 pesos, I think. So it was like 250 Yeah. There was um, like a fee to like come on the property. Yeah. They were like, wait, yeah. bringing a car here? So we, we get through that and he gives us a wristband to go to a, like a tequila tasting or something. Yeah. Free tequila tasting or whatever, yeah. something like that. We're like, great. <laughs> yeah, we're like, okay, cool. We'll take cool. It. Tequila. And, and so we're going a little bit further through the jungle and then we come into this kind of clearing and it looks like a city from The Walking Dead. Yeah. There's like little houses and shops and kind of a playground with like a teeter totter. Nothing is, nobody is there. The teeter totter is just like, <laughs> creepy. Looks yeah, completely super creepy. abandoned. And then there's the Mayan <laughs> ruins kind of in the center there. And uh, we're like, what the fuck is going on? And so yeah. we get out of the car, and all of a sudden, these dudes just come out of the woodwork. They really do. Yeah, like, they <laughs> just come, hey, you want to buy, you know, these little trinkets and stuff? And we're like, no, we're okay. We're just we're here good. to see the ruins. Uh, so we saw the ruins, and then when we were walking back to the but car. Wait, wait. How did we see the ruins? Remember the one guy that came out of the woodwork? Oh, no, I don't. He was like, let me let me explain, you know, where you are, what you what you should see, what you, you know, what you're going to see. And we're like, oh, okay, this guy's really nice and helpful. He wanted, you know, a little tip because he's touring us around, which was great. He was the least aggressive. He was very nice. Showed us uh, this beautiful church there. It was like a fertility, fertility church um, and, you know, the little temple and everything. It was it was beautiful. It was great. But when we were leaving, oh, yeah. and this, the the ruins are called El Cedro. Yeah. So if you'd like to go, uh, they're, they're, it's cool to see. It's yeah. def- But just don't expect like a towering pyramid or anything. But if you're on Cozumel, pretty off the beaten path, but very cool to see. Um, but when we were leaving, all of a sudden we were walking back to our car and we hear this. Ah. 
And it was like some kind of, it was like a... Like a conch shell. Yeah, like a conch shell yeah. where people signal, like, it was like there was some signal. And we're like, oh shit, is this where they come out of the woods and like eat us or something? It felt like apocalypto. It was creepy. It just echoed everywhere. Nate and I look at each other like, run! <laughs> and I think we were quickly walking like, bye-bye. Yeah, so we jumped in the car and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> That's a spot, but... For for you, if you're if you're cruising, it's I mean, it's a little less off the beaten path now, but it's it's more than most people would be doing on a cruise. Right. I would rent a car or hire a taxi to take you to the east side of the island. Yep. Um, so the the city of uh, San Miguel is um, the main city that you you visit in, in Cozumel. And that's kind of where everybody goes. You yeah. can walk. It, it, it really annoys me when you get off the, the cruise ships, there's like this kind of mall they've set up and there's a Starbucks, a Hooters, yeah, Hooters. a Senior Frog. It's just kind of... All the generic stuff. Yeah, just like a, kind of a, a more Americanized welcome. And you, you, you go to Mexico, you want to you know you try the local Mexico. food and you shop at the local shops. So it's a little annoying that that's what they do, but a lot of people are going to be on that side. And there's plenty of like beach clubs and stuff you can do there, and they're they're great, and you can snorkel and everything. But if you go to the east side of the island, and if you follow us on social media, I'm sure you've seen us go over there a million times. It's relatively uninhabited. There's like six little beach bars. There's no homes or anything there. There's one little hotel that has four rooms, and I don't think they have electricity. Uh, but all, and the same thing with all the little beach bars, they don't have running water. They don't have power, everything. They cook the food on propane, the, the water they bring over, they have uh, a cooler with ice. They don't even have a refrigerator and, uh, it's just delicious drinks. The, the food is really good. Um, so if you go to the east side of the island, rent a car, stop off at a little bars. They got one called Rasta's that has peanut butter tequila. Ooh, so good. Yeah. It's a, and I know that probably sounds gross, but it doesn't taste like tequila. It's almost like kind of like a mudslide. Type yeah. Of it's kind of like a. But it's real. Like treat. they make it from scratch. Like so you'll get a little pieces of peanuts in there, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really good. So that's Rasta's, like the Rastafarian bar. Then there's one called Coconuts, and it is. On the highest elevation in, in Cozumel, mm. and it is 26 feet high. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you you have your drinks on the side of this little, uh, kind of like a cliff, I guess. Um, and the, the best thing to get there is the blue margarita. Blue margarita. Share it. Yeah, Bring share a friend it. and share it. Because you will get fucked ass up you if you... You will get fucked up. Yeah, if you, <laughs> if you drink one to yourself. Which I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying, if you want to keep drinking, drink one. We've done that before, and the day went pretty downhill after that <laughs> <laughs> uh and then where else so then um there's this one spot and there's two bars next to each other and it's kind of at the the end of the road where you have to cut across to go back to the city but it, one's called mescalitos and they have great margaritas i've been getting them since i i started going there with my family and my my parents actually were there in the 80s 1983 when i my mom was pregnant with me so I guess I've been there since the 80s. Yeah, you've been there a hundred times. And that place has been there the entire time. So very good. It's been there forever. And very then, good margarita. And then our go-to is next door to it, uh, Senior Iguanas. Senior Iguanas. And they have great uh, quesadillas. I get the shrimp quesadillas. I get chicken chicken or steak quesadillas. So yeah, good. Um, really good. So they got good food there as good well. Good guac, good drinks, good service. It's a really nice view. And they always have, they have a band you know, bands that play there now. It's great. Yeah, so a little more, little off the beaten path as in not everyone's going to go there, but it's not going to be nobody's there. Yeah, and it's great uh, views and, you know. But definitely course. something I recommend doing. Um, so, 
yeah, Josh, hit me up if you need like a car rental recommendation or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that's a, the the questions we're going to do for today. And if you've left more questions on that post, uh, we're going to hang on to them and we're going to uh, answer them on future episodes. Yeah, so those are just, all really good questions. That was fun. Yeah, definitely. But we're going to end the show with uh, each time with a Mexican word of the day. Ooh. And, and like I said, we're going to tell you a word that is maybe kind of like a slang word in Mexico that... Maybe not every Spanish-speaking culture uses. Yeah. And if we're wrong, let us know. I know there, there's a lot of Hispanic people that listen to our show as well. So if we're dead-ass wrong, let us know. <laughs> we'll do uh, our best. Because we're always learning. <laughs> always. A Mexico Moment brought to you by Inspect All Pest Services. Inspect All Pest Services provides high-quality termite, pest, and wildlife control. But that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. And don't forget to mention the BS and get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right, Lex, you ready for the the Mexican word of the day? I'm ready. All right, the Mexican word of the day is fresa. Ooh. Fresa. Do you know what fresa means? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> strawberry? Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, fresa means strawberry in Spanish in general. Fresa. Yeah. Uh, but in Mexico, it can also be used as a slang um, for somebody that's kind of like snobby or stuck up or like they don't want to... Um, not like fake, but they they're just a little like kind of hoity toity. Think they think they're better than everyone. Well, kinda yeah, like yeah, I guess so. I and I guess it's all how you interpret it. I take it as just being like, oh, I don't want to go in the water. There's like a piece of seaweed there, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I guess you could maybe think you're better than somebody else. But yeah, if if there's somebody just being a little like pinky out, like a little hoity toity, I think uh, that that's a good way that somebody would use fresa. Very interesting. I could see that strawberry. Yeah, like strawberry is like delicate and dainty yeah. and a little sweet, um, <laughs> a little sour. I like it. I like it. All right. Okay. Well, um, that was the first episode. Like I said, if you guys have any other questions, please uh, post them in the the BS2 Percenters group. But other than that, Lex, you got anything? I think that's it. Have a great weekend. and Happy Friday, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Friday, fuckies. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. Now, get out of here.